Welcome to The Power Podcast, the podcast designed to help empower you to live your best life. These podcast episodes are designed to empower you with the knowledge and fuel to power up your life. I'm your host, Malia Warner, and our 2020 theme is Power Perspective. This year, we are finding power to change by seeing things in a new way. Today is episode 95, Mindful versus Mindful, three tools to manage overwhelm. Hey, my friends, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And I must say thank you for the amazing outpouring of well wishes and thoughts and prayers on behalf of our daughter after last week's episode when I shared her experience going into diabetic ketoacidosis and being diagnosed as a new type 1 diabetic. We really feel your love and it definitely supports us and boosts our spirits. I love you. Thank you. This is such a phenomenal community. I I just really, you can tell in my voice, I'm really, oh, <laughs> get a little verklempt. I'm getting a little verklempt. Podcasting is a bit of a lonely endeavor. I'm in a dark basement corner just speaking to the wall and I don't get to see the faces of who listens or really interact with you. But this week, it was amazing to feel that love come. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. <laughs> okay, try to get it together. Um, This past week, it has been amazing to feel that love come back to us, and you're just a remarkable community, and I hope that you get something from these episodes. I hope that there are principles and ideas that really help you and strengthen you and support you. Oh my goodness, stop it. Because this week, we have really felt strengthened and supported by you. The emails and the texts and the messages have meant so much to us, so thank you immensely. And good grief, I'm going to have to take a break and get it together. This episode wasn't supposed to be emotional. (sighs) Okay, let's see if we can do this. Thank you for being here. I have been thinking about you so much this week, and I have felt especially connected. And it's nice in a time of social distancing to still feel connected. And you, you really are on my heart and in my thoughts, and especially you mamas with the littles out there. And I've been thinking of you and how chaotic and overwhelming the holidays can be, especially when your life is full of little people. Though the holidays can be overwhelming to anyone at any time, even if most of your little people are taller than you, like mine are now, or even if all of your people are gone, it is possible to feel overwhelmed with loneliness. And it's also possible to feel overwhelmed any day, any time of the year, not just around the holidays. And because overwhelm can block us from being able to feel the joy of the holidays or the joy of life in general, I think this is such an important topic to address. And for us to be able to understand that overwhelm is a choice. We don't have to feel overwhelmed and we can develop the ability to get the overwhelm out of our heads and restore peace and health in our hearts and in our bodies. And my intention for this episode is I want you to leave being empowered. I want you to take away three specific tools. These are pocket-sized travel tools that you can take with you anywhere and pull out whenever you have a breakdown. 
I'm serious. When you have a brain breakdown, a mental breakdown, these are tools to get your brain fixed and functioning again. So the three tools that I'm going to give, the first one is an image and you're gonna love it. And the second one is a simple meditation. If you've never meditated before, you're gonna be able to do this. This is so easy. You're also going to love this. And the third one is a real technique and you're gonna love it too. Awesome, three awesome tools today. And before getting into these tools, I want to give you a little background story. And I also have some exciting news. So think for a minute about how you feel when your brain is full, when your mind is overflowing, your thoughts are racing at lightning speed, going in a thousand different directions. You have so much going on in your head and you can't sort it out and you can feel the heaviness. You know what I'm talking about? It is like your head is a bowling ball on top of your shoulders. And you not only feel the heaviness in your head, but you can also feel it in your body. It is hard to move. It is hard to get out of bed. It is hard to move from the couch to the kitchen. It's like your thoughts and your feelings are making you sick. This can happen a lot around the holidays, but it definitely isn't specific to the holidays. For me, this really happened after the birth of my fourth baby. And I remember one day in particular, it was the day before what in my church we call the baby blessing, which is like a christening, but without the baptism. So we had our three week old baby and we had about 40 plus family and friends who were going to come to a special church service where he would be given a name and a blessing. And then after the church service, we would all have this luncheon together. And it was going to be potluck. Everybody was helping, everybody was bringing something. But as the hostess, it was my job to provide something as the main dish, the main course for the meal, as well as get some drinks and make sure there were enough tables and chairs tablecloths, paper plates, napkins, silverware, make sure everyone had been invited and felt included and all the details. On that day, my brain was so overloaded that even if the only thing I'd had to do was bring bread, slicing bread would have completely overwhelmed me. Would I have bought white or wheat and what brand? And would I buy it pre-sliced or slice it myself? And could I find coupons? And what if people didn't like it? And what if they thought I was too indulgent and spent too much money on the bread? Or what if they thought I was too cheap and didn't get nice enough bread and blah, 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 blah. And you know how this feels. One thought triggers another, triggers another. And it's this big old domino reaction. And just all the pieces of your life are just crashing down all at once. And you can't stop it and can't get a handle on it. This was a time, this was a prime example of having a mind that was full and not being mindful at all. And I'm going to read an excerpt from my book, Lies of the Magpie, because it's my podcast and I can. And if you want to hear the full chapter, you can actually go back and listen to episode 74 from the summertime when I shared some of the chapters from the audio version of Lies of the Magpie. And episode 74 is chapter 20 and 21. And this really illustrates what I'm talking about here. This comes from chapter 20, it's page 149. The meal should be somewhat fancy. I can't throw out hot dogs and bags of potato chips on a plastic table cover. What would people think? 
Delicious food, transferable pots, cheap and elegant. Even under ideal circumstances, I'm a shaky host at best. And here I am with a newborn and hormones teetering between depletion and surging. With hands trembling around the steering wheel, I turn by mistake onto a long, unpaved road that takes me east toward the mountains, a long way from where I need to be. My heart beats in my throat. My mental circuits are shorting out. I am sizzling, sparking, threatening to explode. I share this little excerpt for two reasons. One, because if you are feeling this way, I want to say I completely understand. And the three tools I'm sharing today are things that I have learned to help heal my thoughts, heal my brain, heal my body to feel better. If you feel like this, or if you know someone who is experiencing this, especially a busy mama who is in the trenches of motherhood, I highly recommend Lies of the Magpie. There are lots of good tools in there, especially for mentally overworked moms to know how they can change that mindful busyness into mindfulness. Which leads us to my announcement. Drumroll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, I have good news and I have great news. The good news is that the audio version of Lies of the Magpie is available today on Audible. Oh, so exciting. I have been waiting for almost three months. All of the final recordings were submitted to Audible on September 9th, and Audible has just been taking their dare sweet time getting it up and available. And I think it is really good timing actually this week with Thanksgiving and the holidays coming up because this book was especially written for moms who have full hands, fuller brains, and even fuller hearts, and who don't have free hands to hold a book or to read, but these moms are rocking babies and running errands and driving in the car and folding laundry, and an audiobook can be the best medicine for a hungry spirit. So this is very good news. And maybe you're already thinking of a special mom who could have her spirits and hopes bolstered by listening to the audio version of Liza the Magpie, which leads us to the great news. She can listen for free and you can too. You can listen to Liza the Magpie 100% free. The way you do this is to sign up for a free trial of Audible and you get a free 30 day trial and you get a book free. And what you're going to want to do is to make sure to select Lies of the Magpie as your first free book and do it through the link that I will include in the show notes and also in the weekly email. Because if you go through my link and you choose Lies of the Magpie, Audible will give me like a $50 bonus, which is a huge kickback. So I'm not even afraid to promo this out there. It's way more than the one or $2 that I get per book sales. So I have no shame in promoting that here. If you want to do something really nice for an author, use their link to sign up for the free trial of Audible. 
And then even the best news is that this week for Black Friday and all through the weekend, there are Black Friday specials on Amazon for all of the versions of Lies of the Magpie, for the Kindle version, for the paperback, for the hardback, and for the audio. And I'll put all of the details and links of how to do this in the show notes, as well as in my weekly email. So make sure you are subscribed at maliawarner.com slash subscribe. Really something to celebrate. And thank you for letting me take these longer minutes to do a little commercial advertising today. All right, let's get into the three useful tools for clearing, lightening your brain and managing overwhelm. Number one is an image. I want you to have this visual in your minds, especially for you visual learners. And all of us can learn by images, thus the saying that a picture is worth a thousand words. And here is the image. Think of a cat who is chasing a red laser pointer light. And we can all picture this. We've seen it on YouTube, we've seen it in movies, and someone is teasing that cat and just moving that red dot all over. And the cat is going crazy crazy, the dots on the wall, and then the ceiling, and on the floor, and then on the cat itself, and then on the chair, and then on someone's shoe. And that cat is bouncing back and forth and spinning and flipping. And what is happening? That cat is dizzy. I want you to think of that image when your brains get feeling full, and you have that domino chain reaction of thoughts that it's just one thought leading to another, to another, to another, to another, and it's bouncing all over the place. And you can see this flashing light going all over, but you can't track it and you can't catch it. Your head feels heavy, dizzy, foggy. Your brain is overflowing. And this is what I want you to remember when your brain feels like this all over the place. That laser pointer is only one thing. It feels like that red dot is a million different dots happening in different places. And it seems so overwhelming. But remember, that laser light is only one thing. So close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Stop chasing the bouncing light. This is when you go inside and you go deep and you go into your core and you find what is the one needful thing. In any situation, in any circumstance, there is one needful thing. What is this all about? And while your eyes are closed, this is when you remind yourself it is not about all the bouncing red lights. In any situation, in any circumstance, there is always one needful thing. Close your eyes. Stop chasing the red bouncing lights all over the place. Go deep and ask, what is real? What is the core truth? What is the laser light here? If I had been able to do this that day before Jack's baby blessing, the core truth was this. I was a new mother. I had a beautiful baby and it was about celebrating him and family coming together. And the truth of the situation was I had plenty of help. 
I had many people and so much love and so much help around me, I lacked for nothing. But I was so busy chasing these thoughts of, I can't ask for help. I have to do this myself. People are going to be judging me. This is about impressing people. They're judging how I am as a mother and how I can organize things until I was so distracted and overwhelmed by these busy, untruthful thoughts that I lost sight of what was the core truth. The magic about getting to the truth of any situation, getting to the one thing, is that it always simplifies it always lightens, it always clarifies. And when you read or listen to the rest of the chapter, you find that what ultimately happens is in a reluctant call for help, I finally at least say something out loud to my husband about all of this worry going on in my head. And he takes me to a grocery store and in a very short time, we have all of the food purchased and ready that we need and he made it so simple. And so that the blessing day could be simple also. A full mind always complicates things. A full mind makes life harder, more stressful, less enjoyable, and it also makes us prone to more accidents and illnesses because we're just running on this adrenaline and running on all of these toxic stress hormones. So tool number one is keep this image in your mind of the cat chasing the red laser pointer. And when you're feeling that stress, when you're feeling that busyness, this image is just gonna pop up in your mind and help you to remember, close your eyes, stop chasing the busy red light all over the place. And remember the laser is only one thing. And what is that one thing? What is the truth of this situation? This is how you get out of being mindful into mindful. And that leads us into our tool number two, this meditation. Meditation is amazing. And I've dawdled with it a little bit over the last couple of years. And then interestingly enough, my husband just signed up for the Calm app and he has been waking up in the morning and doing meditation. And I tell you, he is sold. He would do a testimonial. And it's interesting that it's just now that I'm taking a meditation class and I'm getting a little bit deeper into meditation. But for all of these years, I've just really surface level meditated. And even that has been such a life-changing, remarkable difference that I want to offer to you just very simple meditation. And a meditation is just closing your eyes, breathing deeply, going inside, and then it's nice to have just one mantra, something to say that helps your mind just focus in on those words and let everything else go. Let all of those busy thoughts go. And I'll share with you two of my favorite, most simple, helpful meditations. One is the enough meditation, and that is just repeating over and over again, I am enough, we are enough, I have enough, we have enough. You can change up those words any way you want. It can be variations like, I have enough time, I have enough patience, I have enough wisdom, I know enough, I am enough. I do enough. You can vary it up whatever way helps you. And the second one is the all is well. You just say this when your mind gets busy, just say this over and over again. All is well. All is well. It really is. 
everything really is okay. I promise that in the midst of any circumstance, you are able to call up an inner source of peace and strength by just mindfully focusing on all is well. Everything's going to be okay. It really is. We really are okay. Humans are resilient and we have the universe on our side and we're taken care of. There are hard things, there are tragic things, unexpected things, and it's okay. Everything is going to be okay. I promise you, all is well. And the third tool is a technique to help you take out your brain trash. Think about your kitchen garbage. Think about everything that gets tossed in that kitchen garbage, just everything that you used in the course of a daytime and you're throwing away the peelings and the wrappers and the scraps, the stuff that don't serve you. You take what serves you and then there's residue left over. There's the trash left over and that's what gets put in the garbage can. And how often do you take out the kitchen garbage? Because kitchen garbages stink. They really need to be emptied every day. We don't always get around to it. And when you miss a day, you can tell, or rather you can smell the trash piling up and rotting. Our brains are the same. Brain trash needs to be emptied every day. We have the thoughts that we use, and then there's all the residual stuff left over from the useful thoughts, the peelings, the scraps, the wrappers that don't serve us. And yet if they stay in our brain and there are feelings, every thought comes with an attached feeling. Those thoughts and feelings just remain in our body. And if they're not emptied, they pile up, they get rotten, they stink, and they will become toxic until they poison our body. So this tool is a way to empty out your brain trash. And it can actually be really fun and feel really good. And this is to do a brain dump. You get a scrap piece of paper, you can use the back of a napkin, a newspaper, anything that you want. You can get a black journal that's just designated to be your brain jump journal where just all of the junk goes. This is not the journal that you would pass on to your posterity. This is just for you. This is your brain garbage place. And so what you do is you just write out all the thoughts. You've got to get them out of your brain onto the paper. A good clue that your brain is ready to be emptied is if you're having a hard time making a decision. If you feel like you have so many options or so many things to do, and you just feel that weight of having a lot on your plate, that is time. That's your brain signal that it needs to be emptied. And just start to write out everything that's on your brain. What is it that you feel like you need to do? What is it that you feel like you need to resolve? What is it that's bothering you? What are the thoughts that are in there? Just start writing them out fast as you can, doesn't have to be complete sentences, your ugliest, fastest, scribbliest handwriting. And what is amazing is you will run out of things to write. And then when you look back at your paper, you'll realize, oh, it's not as complicated as it was feeling when it was all spinning around in my head. Something about getting it out of the brain 
onto the paper helps to clarify and simplify. Then at this point, you can do one of two things. One thing is you can just rip up the paper or close the notebook and not do anything else. And you will feel an immediate and an immense relief from having put it on paper. A second thing you can do is use this as a way to decide what your most important priority is. And you can look back over your paper and circle the one thing that is the most essential. Out of all of that stuff, 90% of it you can let go. What is the one thing, what is the 10% that really is going to have long-term important impact on your life? So I do both of these techniques. Sometimes when I just have so many options, I'll just put them all down and just circle one. And sometimes they can all be a lot of good options and it's just a matter of deciding, just picking one and going with it. And here's a little tip. You wanna think about this as a reverse to-do list. You know, we were all trained to make these long to-do lists and that the more we could accomplish on a to-do list made us somehow more productive or more valuable as a human. So actually do the opposite of that. Make most of it your to-not-do list. Just cross a bunch of stuff off and then think of the one thing that you really want to do maybe two, maybe three, just depending on the size of what they are, and just do those and then be done. And you'll be amazed how much more you fit into your life by weeding everything else out. When you sit down to write, if it seems like it's kind of a struggle to get the juices flowing, at the top of the paper write, I am overwhelmed because or I am confused because, or I am stressed because, or I am frustrated because, and then just let your hand fly. What I love about these three tools is that they really work together and that they're all very short and simple. Most of them are just mindset changes, just grasping onto that image of the bouncy cat chasing the red laser pointer and then having the image of closing your eyes and shutting out the bouncy light, then that's a perfect time to go into a meditation, the enough meditation, I am enough, I have enough, I have everything I need, I have plenty of time, I have plenty of money, I have abundance and then some. And then if that's still not enough, grab a pen and paper and just go to town emptying your brain garbage. Get all this stuff from your brain onto the paper. That's your garbage receptacle. Then you can take it out by tearing it up, ripping it up, burning it up, or just looking at it and using it as a resource to identify what one or maybe two things are the most important for you. And that's it. These are my favorite kind of things in life. Simple, easy to apply, but make a profound difference in helping get through confusion and gain clarity and gain traction to move forward toward your best life. This is Malia Warner. Thank you so much, my friend, for being here. I wish you happy, peaceful, joyful, and mindful. Not mindful, but mindful holidays. 
This episode will come out on Black Friday, so make sure to check Amazon for all of the Black Friday special prices on Lies of the Magpie and look at the show notes for my affiliate link with Audible to be able to read Lies of the Magpie for free. As always, be safe, stay healthy, and I will meet you back here for another great episode of the Power Podcast. Bye-bye.